Welcome to the Circus of Wayward Wonders. Welcome to Roll for Combat, Three Ring Adventure. Hey everyone, welcome to Roll for Combat, Three Ring Adventure. I'm your GM and host, Tim Glicker, and in this week's episode, the heroes manage to barely survive their insane encounter with, let's say, 50 Zolgaths? I don't know. It was a lot of Zolgaths. And they all had, I don't know, like 130 hit points each. Oh boy, that was a lot of fun. Will they actually survive going into the Ziggurat this week? Let's find out. So a couple of big announcements. First of all, those who use Path Builder or the Wanderer's Guide to create your Pathfinder 2nd Edition characters good news the battles who best content is now in both of those guides that's right all the new backgrounds all the new monster part items as well as the two new archetypes the monster mage and the vestige hunter those are in there this week totally free for those who use path builder or wanderer's guide and want to use this cool new content from the cool new battles of bestiary you can so I think we're the very first third-party material in both of those tools to make it really easy for you. I worked with both teams, and it was actually really easy. And there you go. That is live. That is free. And you can now make your characters using those options. Congratulations. And don't forget, if you want to know all about the very cool Battlesuit bestiary, check it out at Battlesuit.com. And speaking of that... If you saw the Battlezoo Bestiary and thought, man, wouldn't it be cool if I can get my monster in next year's Battlezoo Bestiary and I got paid for this and I got my name in the book and I can tell everyone I made this really cool monster? Well, you can. You just got to go to RPGSuperstar.com and you can submit up to three monsters. That's right. Just go there. Check it out, make a monster or two or three, submit it, and then it's going to get voted on. You have until December 7th, so you might want to get on that because you're running out of time. And on top of that, if you want to know information about creating monsters, we did a really cool Build a Monster workshop, and we talked about monster creation, and we explained some best practices and some tips and tricks at Nonad One's YouTube channel. So just go to Nonad One's. Find the actual episode, just watch it, and you'll get a lot of information. And we're going to be on how it's played, myself and Mark Seifter, to talk all about, well, pretty much the same material, but different, because it's a different audience and different questions. So we're going to talk more about monsters. So once again, I'm going to tell you, don't wait, because that's it. I'm telling you right now, I don't have any other appearances coming up, so that is it. And of course, if, if you have questions or you want people to review your monster... Feel free to go to the Discord channel. Just go to discord.rollforcombat.com. You can have people check it out, ask questions. I unfortunately cannot answer any of your questions, nor can any of the other judges. But feel free to talk to everyone else. And once again, if you want to order the Battlezoo Bestiary, it is out now. That's right. Just go to battlezoo.com, and you can order the PDF right now. And you will have it in your grubby little hands and start using the really cool monster part system. And the monsters. The monsters themselves are awesome. And you can also get the book. That's right, the really cool book. And you get the PDF for free. So if you order the book, you get the PDF. So check that out. Just go to battles.com. I want to talk about the actual high-level play for Pathfinder 2nd Edition. Okay, it's not high-level play. At least right now, they're mid-level play. But 
This is kind of where Pathfinder 1st Edition and 3.5 started to break down. I won't go into the reasons why. There's a lot of math reasons, but very long story short is the way those games worked is that you kept getting more and more actions. So by the time you got to high level, you had too many things you can do, like seven attacks around sometimes, which is just ridiculous. Plus, the way the scale worked for the math is that it was getting a little bit easier for you to hit every single time you leveled up. So by the time you're up to a higher level, instead of needing, I don't know, like a plus seven to hit, you would only need a plus three to hit, which means, long story short, you can hit a lot more often. So these games would become slog fests because you're doing five, six, seven attacks. They're hitting more often. You're slowing down. It was too nuts. It was really crazy. But Pathfinder 2nd Edition, and this is something I've definitely noticed just because I've been designing so many monsters for Battles of Best Area and working on so many books and talking to Mark Seifter, who, well, kind of designed the math, I see. I see the sights. I actually see everything under the hood and how they built it. Probably the best way to describe this is like a video game. If you think about the best video games, and especially the ones that are just like, you know, Japanese role-playing games with a lot of combat, is that as the monsters get higher and higher in level, they get more and more complex, and they hit just as hard as well as the PCs hitting. Probably the best way to describe how Pathfinder 2nd Edition is built is to look at a Japanese role-playing game. Something like Persona 5 is a good example. So if you look at Persona 5 and how the monsters work, is that when you get up to higher levels, not only do you hit harder, which, you know, is expected, but then the monsters have more hit points. So where does the complexity come in? The complexity comes in with the systems. Monsters have more advanced attacks, more advanced resistances, more advanced vulnerabilities, and just more things. They just actually are like a big puzzle piece. And instead of you just having, okay, I hit you really hard and you hit me really hard, no. Instead, each monster has a lot more that they're resistant to, a lot more abilities that they can do that affect PCs in strange ways. It's not just damage, but it's debilitating effects. And they have so many different resistances and vulnerabilities and immunities that you really have to think about how you're going to attack these monsters. And that is what they've done in Pathfinder 2nd Edition, is that as the monsters get bigger, it's not just you're hitting each other harder. It's that, yeah, you're hitting each other harder, but the math doesn't really change too much. So it's not that much easier for you to hit the monsters at the higher level. So basically, now keep with me here, the amount of blows and time it takes to defeat a low-level monster is about the same amount of time it's going to take for you to defeat a high-level monster with your PC at high level. Because you're hitting approximately for the same percentage of hit points and the same number of times. For example, if you say, I'm just gonna use simple math here. If you say, okay, at low level, when I hit a monster with my fighter, on average, I'm knocking off 15% of their hit points. 
Well, guess what? At high level, you're still knocking off only about 15% of their hit points. And maybe you can hit off a little bit more by doing a little bit better combos and get the 20-25% of their hit points. But because they have so many resistances and immunities, you have to figure out how to get past those so you can hit harder. Again, I'm getting a little esoteric here and maybe like I'm losing some of you, but the point is, is that they have done a really good job with Pathfinder 2nd Edition. That's all I'm going to say is that the, at least for me, the lengths of the combat at the higher levels aren't really getting that much longer, but the fights are just getting really interesting. It's not just, okay, they have to fight this monster with this PC and just go toe to toe. You're going to start seeing, especially at the much higher levels, that they really have to start using tactics and figure out, oh crap, this monster is immune to all physical damage. What do we do? Because we are built around physical damage. And they're going to have to retreat, regroup, and rethink how to attack that monster. And that is great. That is what I want to see in my high-level role-playing games. And I think you're really going to enjoy the next couple of episodes because you're going to get to see how at least mid-level, and I know for a fact this happens at high level, Pathfinder 2nd Edition really starts to come into its own because it's not just about your special abilities, your called tricks and spells, but it's their special abilities and how you get past what they can do. It's going to be really fun, and uh, I'm actually starting to like Pathfinder more and more. And I especially like that the math is super tight. Yeah, I know a lot of people don't like that because guess what? I can't power game anymore. It stinks that I can't attack someone 15 times and do 150 points of damage for every single hit. I remember going to Gen Con and running, and they were only level 11. I remember this. They were level 11. It wasn't even that high. And there was this archer. And she's like, okay, I'm going to roll the hit. And she rolled like 15 d20s. And I'm like, are you kidding me? And she went on to explain how she built her character that it got just an insane number of attacks. And then I was like, oh, I was just totally defeated. I didn't want to play. I'm like, okay, congratulations. You won Dungeons and Dragons. Yay. And then I was like, okay, roll your damage. And then she like literally took out a bag of dice a bag rolled it and it was like 115 points of damage i remember this is the problem and this was level 11 11 and they were all telling me it's like look it takes us so long to roll the damage can we just like average damage and we're just going to tell you what our averages are otherwise we're going to be here all day and we're not going to finish the scenario in time there you go that's your warning sign that your game doesn't work if they have to tell you that they don't have enough time to finish a Pathfinder Society scenario in four or five hours with your level 11 characters because they just have too many attacks and do too much damage, there's something wrong with the game. And that's level 11, okay? Can you imagine what it would have been like at level like 17 or something? You might as well just not even bother playing. But I'll tell you right now, I'm playing a few other games like this where they're level 10 and 11. And it's not any slower than it was when they were at the lower levels. And it's just as deadly and hard. I like it a lot. I would never trade any of this to go back to the old days 
of Pathfinder or 3.5. I know there's a lot of fun and there's a lot of crunch in those games, but they were out for 20 years. I played them to death. I played them to the living end and there was nothing left for me to do in those games. And I've been playing this game now like two to three times a week, every week for what's this now, two plus years. And I'm still not bored. I am not bored at all. I still find it super interesting, finding new things out, and uh, can't really ask for anything more when it comes to a game like that. And for those who think it's too hard, really easy. Make your character a higher level. That's right. Start your character a level two. There you go. Now it's going to be, I'd say, easier. It's not going to be as easy. But now you can feel like a power gamer. You can feel like a god. And if you really want to get crazy, give yourself a free archetype and start your character level two. There you go. Now you feel like a power gamer, and now you can beat the crap out of the monsters and feel like you are a munchkin. So there you go. Have fun with that. Anyhow, let's get to show notes. Show notes this week. A couple of things. First of all, let's talk about PAX Unplugged. PAX Unplugged is coming to Philadelphia. I believe it's the second week of December. I am going to be there, so anyone who's going, let me know. PAX Unplugged is really good. It's a fun convention. It's a little different than all the others because it's heavy into board games. There's definitely role-playing games there, but really heavy into board games, and I kind of like it. I kind of like the whole board game vibe. You know, some of these conventions you go to are like video games or role-playing games or wargaming or some mixture of both, but this one is board games and mostly board games. Well, you know, there's role-playing and everything else, but heavy board games and there's a huge area where you can play board games now you know again gen con and all these other conventions have it but they have it really really well organized at pax unplugged it's hard to explain but they have a whole system where if you need players or if you need people to teach you the games or you need to find people who know how to play or you want to teach other people how to play they have it all worked out it's really really good Anyhow, if anyone is going to PAX Unplugged, I will be there as well as a lot of other people from Roll From Combat, as well as a lot of other people that I know. So let me know if you're heading out there. Just go to the Discord channel, hook up with me, and, you know, maybe we can say hi to each other and play a game together. Also, don't forget RPG Superstar. It's ending soon, so you want to get your monsters in. You don't want to wait till the last second, so go to RPGSuperstar.com and make your monsters. I mean... Unless you don't want to get paid and published and get famous, you know, don't enter. You know, fine by me, but you probably want to. Also, check out the Patreon. That's right. Just go to patreon.rollfromcombat.com, and for five bucks, you can listen to all the shows early. You can chat with us during the live shows. It's a whole lot of fun, and they are quite a lively crowd. Just go to patreon.rollfromcombat.com and check that out. And, of course, don't forget the Discord channel. Discord channel where you can play games, hang out with other people, have any questions about any of the books or the battle zoo system or monster parts or anything like that, head on over and ask your questions. I will help you out. No problem. Anyhow, with that, let's get to this week's exciting episode. Last we left off, you decided to carpet bomb the Zuggerat. With Alhara, Hap, Darius, and Acheron. Oh, and Riley, too. And how did that go? Well, it was a mess, I tell you. A huge mess. There was bodies everywhere. Zolgas left and right. People 
getting killed, set on fire, life and death struggles in corners of the desert. It was chaos, pandemonium, and in the end, who's still alive? I'm looking. Alhara, barely. Hap, barely. Darius, barely. Riley, Riley's fine. Atron, Atron's fine. So in the end, it's it's the same as always. It's always the same. It's always Alhara and Hap usually are close to death. Darius goes back and forth between life and death. Atron is fine because, you know, they're way in the back. And then Riley, as soon as Riley gets in trouble, pet cash Riley away <laughs> into a pocket dimension. And he's just hanging out, chasing like rabbits and squirrels and whatever he does in the pet cash. So now here you are. You're around, I don't know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten dead Zolgas. There's stuff around you. You know, stuff. It's for kids. And this huge tower next to you. What you going to do? I hurt so badly. Vanessa Hoskins is playing Alhara Varys, a half-elf gymnast swashbuckler. We need to take some time. I, I do not think it is wise for us to try to go in, but the question is, are we going to try to camp here or not? Rob Pontius is playing Otteron, a human witch of curses. We need to try to take a minute to recognize just how friggin' awesome that fight was, though. Like, Darius was chucking people through the fire. Like, that was just intense. Lauren Sig is playing Hap, a human fire elementalist sorcerer. Yes, I, 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 I don't disagree, but... If we're going to rest, we must go back farther away from here. Rob Termarco is playing Darius Varus, a half-elf monk of the mountain style. I, I do you really to want to cross marks. that desert? We can cross it the same way we got over here. Oh, um, okay. Oh, no, not back in the bag. Uh, before you do that, let's just do a little recap, because a lot of chaos has ensued. So, you're in front of the tower. And there used to be like a wellspring, but it's all been dried up. Yeah. It's sort of like a lake bed and sort of a river bed that you can see is very dried up. There is a stairwell that goes up into the tower to a little ledge that is outside. You know, there's no doors. It's like last time. There's two camps. And both of these camps are, I think they are 40 by 40. And they are on their own little, like porches if you will you know they're like porches 10 feet up in the air and the one to the north had a lot of pits and sleeping quarters and it looks like that's where the zolgas that chucked spears at you and they were hanging out there in the north the zolgath skirmishers if you will that's their base camp where you're hanging out now is the southern base camp and the southern base camp is where the bombers were. Remember them, the Zolgath bombers? Mm -hmm. They were fun. And they were on the top of the stone platform where you are now. And there's tan hides. There's nests. There's, again, fire pits. And dead Zolgaths everywhere. They have stuff on them. Like, there's a lot of stuff. Now, some of it you can tell right away is kind of garbage. You know, you see javelins and scimitars all over the place. You see they're wearing, like, studded leather armors. They were carrying around great pixes. But they did have, you know, elixirs and stuff, so 
It's up to you. You can just leave them to rot here. I mean, this place does look like a desert, so they would probably keep for a while. Or just leave, or, you know, it's up to you. But there is a lot of stuff just lying around, FYI. Mm -hmm. I mean, we definitely go through their stuff and pick up anything that looks valuable. Yeah, just shovel it all into the bag of holding. I think I will help collect things. I am not too badly injured, but I just want to know if we are going to try to camp here, and if so, we need to decide where. Otherwise, um, yes, maybe go in the bag and get across desert. I am still worried what creatures might come up there. Strange desert dinosaurs or something. And Adoran will start carefully looking over the bodies. Okay. I think we should definitely head back to where there's at least grass. Yeah, it's at several miles to the east where you came from. And I believe it was at least a good three or four miles before the grass even started. Really? I thought we were only like two miles from the town. I thought it was several hundred feet until the grass started. You might be right. I think we were like 500 or 600 feet or something. It was definitely less than a kilometer. Yeah, as the crow flies, we're a little less than five miles from Fernie, where all the Shuni live, all the uh, dog folks. And then we're about five miles, maybe a little less, as the crow flies to Matt and Cleve. No, no, that's right. So, right. So you're about five miles from any civilizations. The the dry dirt desert that's been dying is, it's at least a quarter mile. I can't remember what I said in past podcasts, but I believe I'm pretty sure I said it was two to three miles. It's it's starting to spread. Like, it's it's okay. definitely, it doesn't it hasn't reached town. But it's like, you know, it's pretty big. Okay. As you go through the bodies to the north, you find alchemist tools, great picks, studded leather armors. But then as you search around the camp itself, there's a table. And it looks like on the table, they were playing some game of chance involving chip pieces of stone. You're not exactly sure what they were doing. But there's a elixir on there. There looks like there's a formula book. There's a snare. And there's 67 silver pieces. I will definitely collect all that. Especially a delicious formula book. Okay. Were they playing humans in houses? You don't know that one? Mm-hmm. Mm, not familiar. I once played it, and I was a mild manage, manager tax person. A mild... What is that? Mild-mannered tax manager. That's hard to say. That sounds like a very boring game you played. Mm, yes, bureaucracy. This is dangerous. So that's what you find in the south area with the bombers. Are you going back to the north area where the skirmishers were? I mean, it's like 20 feet away, so sure. You go 20 feet away. You go to the 20 feet. And sure enough, you find dozens and dozens of javelins, six scimitars, Six studded leather armors and something underneath the dirty, stinky mattresses. Who's on dirty, stinky mattress duty today? Is it Darius? I think it's always Darius, isn't it? No, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> or Hap. Uh, well, Hap's, Hap's used to it because she's in charge of the animals. So. That's right. That's right. She's like, dirty stink. That's where you call me in, Hap. I'm the stinkiest kid around. Wow. Since when has Hap been the stinkiest kid around? She does clean up after the animals. She uses magic the, to clean the herself. Most, 
where the most stink is. Well, she has the magic to burn away the nasty. She's like, ew, look at all this stuff on me. And then she goes, fire hands, and whooshing, <laughs> and it goes away. Ooh, that's nasty. Burn. Yeah. Burn. burn. The thing burn is, all. everything around her, have you ever lit poop on fire? Oh, my God. Why are, why are we still listening to this podcast? It is Everyone turn so it off. disgusting. That is what half smells like all Why the are time. we talking no. about this? Yes. That the is mic. not. They canned. press the digitation to clean. Press the digitation. Sometimes she likes to use the fire. Oh, my gosh. Sometimes. Well, I, I, okay. I'm going to decide here and now that Hap does not use fire to clean poop. Yeah, okay. That's not canon. <laughs> But it could be. This is the night. Uh, <laughs> Poor patron. Hey, man, that's what they do in the army. That's what they do. How do you think they clean no, those little trains? You yeah, they set them on fire. Yeah, they do. No, no, they don't. Which army did you do this in, Stephen? It's a documentary. Well, from what year? 1826? I didn't say what year the documentary was from. Hey, this is like medieval times you guys are in, right? With, oh, with they magic. were actually very cleanly. Every army has one sphere of annihilation. I'm going to Elk yeah, oh, that's Star right. they have plumbing. <laughs> that's right. Sphere of annihilation. That's where you, you just... That's, that actually would be very convenient. Hey, that's wait a minute. You, Give me that bag of holding. You dig a hole, you bury your sphere of annihilation, and you build the outhouse on top of it. Ooh. That is they, the perfect yep. use for a, a sphere of annihilation. That I mean, is. No other possible use. Until you fall in. Right. Oh my gosh. That would be. Or, as you said, bag of holding. Ah, oh, crap. And then I, dropped you... my, I dropped my keys. <laughs> then, not they're them. gone. <laughs> and they use it in that. warfare, too. They just turn it inside out because it's only one action to have everything in the bag of holding come out at once. Seems kind of broken. Yeah, that's still nuts. Like, that seems so easily abusable. Yeah. It is. Anyhow. I, f I finished searching. <laughs> you finish searching, and you find 12 platinum pieces, Ooh. 47 gold pieces, 355 silver pieces, a silver eel figurine, and two potions. Why did these Zolgaths have, like, 12 platinum pieces? Like, where did it come from and why? Gambling. Did... They're gamblers. Yeah, but like, who are they gambling with? Like, each other, right? Yeah, mm. each other. Yeah, so where did these, like, standard Talden platinum coins come from? I never said they were Talden. Okay, yeah. so like. They could have found some. They could have found some here. They could have killed some travelers. Who knows? That's what I'm just saying. It's like, what, never what question the origin of treasure. Are you crazy? I'm just I saying, demand you more. Know, it's, it's a little, it's just strange. Don't say it. No, it's not strange. I love it. I love coins from all regions, from any monster. Yeah. You know, what if it was like platinum plated like bones? You know, that makes sense. That could be. No, how does that make sense beyond coins? Because like, you know, that doesn't make gas. any sense. Like, Who's going to take the time to plate platinum on top of bone? Who's going to mint coin where the Zolgaths live? Zolgaths steal Octoron it. comes back up the ladder. Maybe they have a civilized society with uh, coinage. Then they don't need to come up top and take care of the take our wellspring towers. Atron you tell back them that. The ladder. I think I will. Are we ready to go? Or are you? Uh, which way are we here? going? Are we leaving or are we going forward? I will tell you the economy in the world of Galarian is incredibly strong. As there's one thing that you notice is that everyone uses the same coinage, whether you're demon or angel, 
Zolgath or human. Gold is where it's at. Platinum pieces <laughs> are used everywhere, world over. Doesn't matter. Anywhere in the interdimensional universe, the multiverse. Thanks, Abadar. That's right. Abadar, be praised. Well, let's not forget, forget too, that, like, everyone uses potions of healing. You know? Where's, like, the juicy grub worm of healing that you would think that, like, a Zolgath would have? The, Where's those that? Those are in the Goblin campaign. Really? Are they? Yes. Well, so only the goblins do that. Everyone else is just like bog standard. Everyone else in the healing. entire world. Holy I would crap, think everyone Lord, has their own flavor. Is this what we should flavor. be focusing on right now? This is no. what I think about. Mm -mm. This is what keeps me up at night. Definitely not what we should be focusing on right now. Let's move. Atron's like gesturing away. Like... All right, everyone get in the bag. <laughs> Are you really doing that? Everyone's getting in the bag? Get okay. The bag. All right. Uh, get in uh... that bag. And, and how are you going to let them know it's time to come out? She well, reaches in. Just drop poop in there, you know, just like we talked about. No. Come on. Well, we don't oh, encounter it. Focus. There you go. That's it not We've established in Roll for Combat lore that bags of holding, everything goes in their own individualized compartment. Yeah, so I'll just have to reach in and tap you on the head. Completely true. I actually had this confirmed by two separate people. Whom I cannot name, but yes, I, in fact, will send everyone a link to a comic book where the entire comic is all about bags of holding, wars about bags of holding, and how to get inside of a bag of holding, figure out ways to travel to other bags of holding and steal their stuff. Oh, <laughs> what a scam. <laughs> exactly. It, it's like, a, it's long, too. And a heist. Yeah. Yeah, it's a heist of bags of holding. Knights of the Dinner Table did a whole thing. Oh, yes. Okay, okay. Anyhow, yes, you are all in your own little pocket dimension within the bag of holding. So, you could, in theory, pop your head in, Hap, and just say to Ahara's side, Hey, Ahara, come on out. Or just tap her. Oh, that's right. You tapped her. Yeah, that's head. what we did that last time. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, so I'll I'll uh, I'll refocus and then fly back over the desert and deposit everyone safely on the on the not desert side. Okay, you do that. You you fly over. You go like five hundred, a thousand feet, whatever. You're back onto the other side, and you do you tap everyone on the head and have them pop out, or do you just turn it inside out and just have everything spill out? Oh, as much as I'd love to do that, that'd make a huge mess. I'll just tap them on the heads. Okay. Do you guys stay in the bag of holding and run no. out of air after 10 minutes, or do you come out? That I sounds come terrible. Out. Well, you we'll come, come out. out. I like the idea that I tapped you guys so like quickly to each other that you all try to come out at the same time, and it's like this bag of holding is like birthing all, all three of you. Yeah, like the like a three stooges coming through the same yeah, door yeah. at once. Or like going down like a water slide, you know, and they all like come out at the same time and smash <laughs> each other. Yeesh. Right. Now what? Atron's going to start looking over the items that they found, determine anything magical, like the potions, the elixir, maybe the figurine is magical, etc. Well, we might as well head back to town, right? We're so close and we do need a rest. Oh, did you want to go back to town? I thought we would camp here. No? I mean, it's, what, a mile away? Four miles. Four and a half miles. Yeah, I mean, it's so close. If we're going to take a moment and catch a breath... Rather do it somewhere clean. Atron looks to Alhara and Darius because they're not saying anything. I I just need to rest. I 
All of my skin, every inch of it is in pain. Yes, you need solves. Let's stop here for a bit, and I will treat everyone's wounds. And we can then decide if you want to continue. So we can take like an hour, right? Or half an hour, however long it takes. So I can treat everybody all at once. Adaran sits and starts going through magic items. Sounds good. Magic items galore. <laughs> okay. You look at the silver eel figurine, and it is just that. Not magical. All right. Just something made out of silver, probably worth a pretty penny. You see one of the potions. You look at it. You think real hard. What is it crafting? Because it's a potion. And that is... I will just give you the link. Yay. I forgot I do that now. Are the two potions the same or two different? This is one of the potions that you found. Ooh. And that is the moderate version. No, sorry. That's the greater version. It's not even the lesser or the moderate. You're up to greater now, baby. Ooh. And the formulas were for snares. Formula is for bleeding spines snare and a bomb snare. Oh, so this was the elixir, not the two potions. Oh, yeah, this is the elixir, sorry. And the potions, I will have you also look at that. Those are those are magical. Alright. Can you figure out one of them? Yep. You figured out one. It's pretty good. It's one potion. And, oh, you got the other one, too. Yay! I'll just tell you what it is. It is a potion of moderate fire resistance. So you can give that to Hap, and then she can be even more resistant. That's right. That's right. That's how that works. Mm. And then that's it. So you figured everything out. There's no more magic. So. All right. So Wataran calls out, we have a magic potion that makes you pretty resistant to fire. This other one is actually an oil. It's not something you drink. You would put it on like a blade, a dagger, um, anything that would slash or pierce into the flesh. And um, it uh, it's, it's effectively keen, although I don't remember exactly what the keen rune does now. I think Ohara should have both of those. You hit it on a 19, you get a crit. Oh, nice. All right, great. That's cool. Great. And then this elixir is a cheetah's elixir. It's a very fast sprinting cat, if you're not familiar. For an hour, you will move um, about 10 faces faster. So it's a plus 10 feet for an hour. Yep. There you go. Who's taking what? May I have the sprinting potion so that I may keep up with Ohara? That is fine with me. Then we can give Ohara the weapon oil. Yes, I agree. That sounds great, thank you. It has to be a piercing or slashing weapon. She has at least piercing. Do you also want maybe fire resistance potion in case you have to be somewhere Hap has to hit with a fireball oh, or something? Oh, she definitely have that. Her jumping into rooms that may be on fire. She's so. also so good at jumping out of the way of fire. Yeah, I was going to say there's there's a greater chance, brother, that, that you'll be getting hit by Hap's fireball mm. than me. I, I can usually dive for cover pretty quick. All right. I will I will have the fire potion and the speed potion. Good. All right. Atron starts okay. after that chatting with Chilagosh. So, yes, you have the snares. I don't know if you could do anything with them, but they are snare po- uh, formulas. Yeah, I'll need 
the full list. I know you said the bleeding spines. I didn't write the others fast enough. Uh, bleeding spot. Yeah, bleeding spines and bomb. That's it. Thank you. I do have alchemist multiclass now. So is it the bomb snare just an IED? Yeah, yes. bomb snares are yes. All it does is set off three bombs simultaneously. No splash damage. Okay. What do you do? Does anyone have any long-term effects other than near death and wounding? No, that's it. Look at that. No diseases. Did I think? Did I give you guys any diseases? Let me look. No. I don't think you did. I thought we were talking about taking a full rest just because of how badly. Yeah, I think everyone is. I don't have spells. (laughs) Yeah, and I. I, well, I have quite a few spells left. I used up like all the healing wands and such. So, oh no, I didn't. Hmm. I could defend us if we got ambushed, but then I would be one hundred percent spent. That's all, that's what I've got left. Yeah. So maybe just because of that. Yeah. And you guys have the wand of heal one and two was fine. Yeah, I didn't actually use them up. I was Battle thinking of the time before fine. that. I think reflection of light is fine. You guys got a lot of things. You're fine, I tell yeah, you. I'm pretty good, but if Hap's low, then that's a different story. So tell me, are you guys long rest, sleeping, waking up, starting fresh? Yeah, I think I think a long rest is going to be the safest thing. Um, if we're close enough to the tower where we can like see it and keep an eye on it, uh, oh, it's yeah. good. And yeah, see if there's any activity. Yep. Yeah, I think it is best to rest here, even if we are close to town. So we can watch if they come out, they set new traps, they take a point, anything. Okay. Well, I'll, I can still fly into town and get us some dinner. Really? You can fly it that long? I mean, I can, you know, land and, you know, recuperate. I can oh. make us dinner. That is no problem. Mm, that's why she wanted to go to town. She yeah, I really food. want to check that Ricky Ticky Tinkies or whatever it was. Ricky Ticky What was it, Vanessa? What was it? What was it? Oh, I don't remember. Ricky Ticky Tin. Piper's Pies, Pints, and Pub. The extra P is for your pleasure. Aw. Man, that one's filthy. I'm gonna go, I am want to go get some food at Ricky Ticky Tins. And okay. I'll, bring ba- I'll bring enough back for everybody. I have no idea what they have. They have things that Vanessa comes up with. That's what they have. All I know is I wrote this down. Thank God I did. Okay, you can fly into town. Get grub for everybody. Whatever Vanessa can think of. Hmm. Fly back. And everyone's having a feast. Telling ghost stories. Doing whatever else you do. I assume it's Irish stuff. Is that right, Vanessa? Is it Irish stuff? I mean, why do you keep asking me? Sure. I came up with it last time. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Because Vanessa's co-GM. There you go. You're the GM of food. Oh, dip. I I better start prepping these sessions then. You better. I want to start seeing some menus. I want to see appetizers, cookbooks. I want right. to see everything. Well, I'm, I'm going to go to Phoebe's Fried Fish and uh, just... Oh, wait. i got to write these down. <laughs> <laughs> all spell with a PH, even the fried fish. Yes. All some parties are thirsty. Our party is the, hungry. The PH is for your... I don't know. Balance. Fun. For your fun. Piper's Pies, Pites, and Pobs are next to Phoebe's Fried Fish. Brother and sister. Probably. Alright, moving right along. Footloose and fancy free. Uh, I'd, uh, I'd like to get one fricasseed filet. 
and a side of fries. All spell with a PH. All spell with a PH. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to be fully healed after this, I think? You're fully healed. Sweet. Way before that. So in the, so this is, everything has to start with a P. In uh, Phoebe's Fried Fish and Piper's Pies, Pipes, and Pub. It's all P. Even if it, even if it's something that's not a P. Like B, like beer, it's peer. You know, it's just, it's just beer with a P. Well, you get a Pilsner. Or you get a Pilsner. There you go. Everything starts with the letter B. Sorry, P. Well, you know, a P and a B is just, a P and a B is just a B flipped up. That's all it is. If you think about it. Think about it, I tell you. The lowercase version, that is. But no S's. No, no. S, X, T. Those are garbage letters. Get them out of here. All right. In the morning, everyone gets back in the bag and we fly back across the desert. (laughs) Oh. Okay. You fly across the desert. Everyone's healed up. What are you doing? Uh, We need to explore this darn tower. I'm feeling a lot better today. Let's go get them. Okay. Gosh, if all the Zolgath inside are as tough as these outside, though, we're going to be in for some tough customers. Well, let's just take it very slow, be very cautious, and maybe try not to get two different groups at once. Although these ones were pretty impossibly close together and impossible to avoid fighting one or the other. Not impossible. 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 Someone made a big firewall and made it quite possible. That was there was so many MVP moments for each character. That was such a cinematic fight. All right, so you saw what the tower looks like. I gave you the picture. So there's a little ledge up at, you know, a couple, I think it was like 70 feet up or so. Or you just go right to the top. Nah, we'll go in and explore. You're going to go the regular way? Okay. But if we start at the top, right, we only have to work down and there won't be any backtracking. Hmm? Well, either way, Atron, as they land and get out of the bag. Atron gestures towards the heavens, casting false life. Oh, with yeah. Hamishalet. And gathers their cosmic energy into their body for some temporary good hit points. I'm going to rub a little heat into my joints, give myself yum, yum, long yum, strider. Yum, 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 yum. Very nice. Okay. Now that I was looking through the secrets of magic spells, there's a hot hands I can give Darius where it actually gives you fire on your on your oh, attacks. Fire yeah. and lightning. I would love it. Yeah, I can't wait to give to like next time we level up or have downtime, I'm definitely taking like a ton of secrets of magic spells. I'm so excited. Okay. The tower sorry. You can climb up to the terrace balcony just below the first tier. hundred and fifty feet up where a great cavernous doorway enters the tower's interior. Once again, the entire tower appears to be covered in a network of fine cracks. These are actually dead, brittle vines that have covered nearly the entire structure in a carpet of greenery, but they're all dead. Dead, dead, dead. And the land around it is dead for miles. See, I told you it was miles. And that's it. You are up there. There is a doorway leading to the west. There is just natural light, and that's it. I wonder if I ever got around to getting low light. I hope I did. Oh, you can actually see in there pretty easily. All right, well, change all your characters. Give yourself enough hit points, hero points, strider points. How many hero points? 
you have one plus the number of days you went without healing. Okay, that would be one. That's right. Unless you mean in like in real life, you know. <laughs> like that's like a lot of hero that's, points. That's still one, sadly. Alhara, you look to the west. Yeah, she's going to peer in, see what she can see down there. The interior of the tower is dark and cool. Cool like Fonzie. Awesome. The wide corridor extends back 45 feet with a vaulted ceiling 20 feet overhead. A smaller side passage extends to the south. An alcove at the back of the corridor holds a crudely rendered statue. The floor above it bears a scattering of broken rubble and the bones of what appears to have been a freshly killed deer. Yum, 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 yum. Oh, yeah, Alhara is definitely unleashing the light on her bracer. She turns to her companions. Well, I guess we'll go in and see what all the fuss was about. Let's do it. Okay, let us be careful. Didn't you have like permanent light or something on you? Yeah, it's a it's a heightened continual flame. And I'll give myself light too. Okay. Alhara and Darius. Stop right there. Stop right now. As soon as you enter the hallway, something happens. Can you guess what it is? Oh, 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 oh. oh no. <laughs> what? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about oh, it. No. Roll for combat. What? <laughs> oh, I didn't expect that. Not at all. No, it's fine. Okay. As soon as you walk in, from behind the statue, this creature with large rope-like tentacles literally appears from behind the statue. Now, again, the ceiling is 20 feet tall. So it sort of was hiding behind the statue and almost part of it. It looked like it was almost like imitating the statue, like pretending it was the statue. So it was a little hard for you to see. But as soon as you walk in, you start seeing it move and you realize that's no statue. <laughs> Alhara, you got to jump on it. You got to go first. Ooh, all right. Well, let's let's see what we can uh, do to this thing. What fresh bullshit is this? That That's Hap you're talking about. She has no, no. What's the deal, Steve? No. Why are you mean to me tonight? That, that was a weird callback. It's a weird callback. Okay, fine, <laughs> fine. Alhara's going in. What? Alhara's going in. Alhara is going to leap at the thing to within 20 feet of it. And then she is going to quick draw and throw a um a, a, her dagger. It's a returning dagger. Oh, oh cool. That's not fair. It's pretty good. I rolled terrible, though. I rolled a three for the first roll of the night. Clink. Uh, <laughs> but it comes back. <laughs> it does come back. Does it come back? Yeah. It's, throw it. Strike, it's got returning. It flies back to your hand after the strike is complete. Yep. Your hands are full. So what happens if it gets stuck to something? Does it come back? It I does. I mean, if it was like, I don't know, like a mimic with sticky skin or something, Yee. no, it wouldn't come back. But Well, no, that's a, actually a question because... Is it teleported back? Like, um, um, I'm trying to think what teleports back. Um, like, oh, um, oh, like, um, Tree Razor. Like, his axe will teleport anywhere, like, in the multiverse back to him, no matter what. 
No, it, it flies or back is it to like your Thor? hand. It flies through intervening space. Okay, right? so it's like Thor, where it just flies through right. space and it hits anything in this way. Got it. Basically. But okay. it's like immediate. So she throws it and it misses and she catches it. And when she catches it, she like sort of does a little half spin around. Uh, and then, and like while she's doing so, passes it to her other free hand and tries to throw it again in like an underhanded throw. Nice. Uh, 30 to hey. hit. 30 to hit? Is that what you really want to do? That's what I really want to do. You hit! Yeah. So I have two important questions. One, do I have panache for being awesome? Sure. I agree. Yay. But All not right. because you're awesome. What? Also, Vanessa, that's a 31, because that doesn't have the agile math in it. Oh, it doesn't. Okay, well, cool. So 31 hit. And um, let's see. So I do 12 piercing plus 4 precision for uh, having panache. Plus an extra d6 for sneak attack. Oh, but I rolled a one. So it looks like it'll be 17 piercing damage. Haha! Haha! Are you done? And I'm done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rushk goes. Rushk! How dare you? How dare you attack Rushk? Is that what it says? No. Oh, okay. But you think you understand what it's trying to say. You're like, huh, this thing is kind of nasty. So what will it do? Oh, it'll just attack Alhara with one of its many, many strands. This large roper-like being attacks you with its roper-like strands that exude out of its body. What could that mean? Oh, no. It misses you with a 24. However, notice its reach of 50 feet. 50 feet! Who's in its... Who can hit hit 50 feet away? Darius. Hey, Darius! Yeah. Does that hit you with 28? Uh, I don't see any numbers, but... We don't see numbers. But yes, it does. It would be a 28 can hit me now. Yeah, we can't see the rolls. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. Sorry. I love you, yeah, yeah. All right. You want the good news or... Wait. I want I want all the news. Okay. It hits you, but it doesn't do any damage whatsoever. Uh-huh. That sounds like good news. I find that to be bad news. No, it's good. It's good. However, you are now grabbed by this large sticky strand... Uh-oh. And enfeebled. What does enfeebled do? I think it's not good for people like you who are very strong. Let's see. You lose your physically... You're enfeebled one. You get a penalty to your strength-based rolls, including melee attack rolls, strength-based damage rolls, and a everything. check. Everything. That's my whole life. Well, it's, it's just you. I mean, don't worry about it. How bad could that be? Enfeebled what? One? One. Because there's one strand on you. You get one strand per enfeeblement. Uh-oh. And now it's going to do another strand on Riley. No, oh, not like no. That's a 31. That will hit. Riley is also grabbed and enfeebled one. Jeez. Poor boy. Darius, you're up. Let's hug, shall we? Uh-oh. One. Well, mountain, sta- mountain stance. You're grabbed. You can't move. 
Is that true? Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. Grab makes me immobilize, but if you delay till after I go, I can put freedom of movement on you. That's right, cool. And hold on, then I'll delay. He's like, I'm gonna go run, and he's like, Uh oh, I can't run. Hop, <laughs> hop, hop. Hop. Burn this thing to ash, please. Hold on, big brother. Let me get you out of there first. I'll use okay. one action to step up, and I'll use two actions to freedom of movement. Oh. <laughs> So now, if nice. you attempt to escape an effect that has you grabbed, immobilized, or restrained, you automatically succeed. Unless the effect is magical on a higher level. Well, it's not magical. Yeah. Nice. Darius, you're up. Now, All right. you do have to spend one action. I spend one action. To, to you, the, the, the strand falls away as if it was never there. You're still enfeebled, though. For real? You. Yep. I was yep. hoping that would go away. No, yeah. no, 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 no. You still got gunk on you. You're like all gunky. And you don't feel so good. Whatever was in that tentacle has weakened you almost as if it was pulling you in like a fly to a spider's web. It ain't good. You go. All right. All right. So uh, with that, I shake it off and I do. I say, thank you, Hap. As usual, you are my greatest helper. And oh. I take the mountain stance and the mountain stronghold, and I'm done. I guess, I guess can Riley use one action to try and escape, by the way? Yes. Yes. Riley can use their action. Is that athletics? Is that acrobatics? Does anybody remember what that is? It's an unarmed attack. Oh, well, that's his normal attack. Okay. Yep. Well, you can either attack the strand, oh. by the way, or you can just do your attack. Okay. Oh, you roll a seven. Unfortunately, Riley's still grabbed. Okay. And uh, cannot get out. Acheron, you were peeking around the corner and see all this and realize, oh, man, that thing is nasty. Yeah. Do you want me to move in order to be able to do a recall knowledge? Or can I say that I'm looking at the You can do it from there. All right. I would like to do a recall knowledge. Now, the nice thing about this one, they're uncommon. So the knowledge check is super high. But it's occultism! It's Yay. your favorite! Oh man, you rolled so high, I'm going to give it all to you. Yay! In fact, I'm just going to give you the stat block. How about that? That's terrifying. That is terrifying. I'm scared now. <laughs> there, you just, you just tell him whatever you want. I'm giving it all to you. You rolled so well. You get critical, Ooh. super critical success on an uncommon creature. If it's uncommon... Or rare, and you roll really well, I'll give you extras, because that's something you, like, literally learned while they were whipping you in occultism school back down by the river, so you never forgot this uh, thing. Honestly, there were probably some of these in the Uskwood and Nadal, so of course, be surprised. Oh, yeah, you were like, yeah. oh, I know all about these things, they're yeah. nasty. So Atheron just says, um, looking around the corner and peeking, watching Darius pull the tentacle off. These are ropers. They are aberrants. They are um, weak to fire, Hap. They they will burn Ooh. easily. Do not use electricity, however. Their, their strands, as they uh, attach to you, they can make you weaker, and it will last for hours. What, what else is on here that I would call what, out? I, I have electric fists. Should I not hit it? Um, they are just resistant. Oh, that's They fine. are not immune. Um... They, Man, they, I wish had secrets of they may be able to lash out at people that walk away from them. And let's see. 
Every so often they can flurry with the strands, just like you do with your fists. Sh so watch should we stay at distance? Um, don't think that will make much difference because of their reach, right? Well, yeah, they have a reach. Ahara can step in, step into the hallway, throw the knife, step back, <laughs> over and over. They are slow. They are very slow, so if you can stay out of reach, they usually can reach out about 50 or so feet. Uh, and they have resistance to magic, too, so you know, the Usquid druids often warned us when we saw, would see them in the woods. Ah, alright, so that's one action. And for my two actions, let's see. I will... While you're thinking, I'm going to tell you all something. So sure. there Did is I a rule. Something? No, I'm just letting you know because I uh, this came up and I actually confirmed this with my Pies of Context. If you attack the Strand and do damage to the Strand, it does not, does not do damage to the creature itself. It will destroy the Strand. And the reason is because the Strand has a much lower AC. Uh, and it does not spill over. So let's say the strand has, you know, 10 hit points. You do 30, you just waste the extra 20. So, because there's a lot of discussion on how that works. And the reason is because they're easier to hit. And that is why... It what is about easy. AoE? Oh, I see that. AoE is a whole other story. <laughs> AoE, you can probably destroy all the strands if you want. They didn't go into that, but in theory, yeah, you could. But it, that's against an AC, not against a reflex or fortitude or whatever. So if you have an AoE that goes against armor class, then yeah, you can sever multiple strands. But you probably don't. So continue. Just letting you know how that works. <laughs> Thank you kindly. Ataran is going to... Man, these things are tough. Buffing might be better than actually attacking it because of its resistance to magic. Yeah, I think Ataran's going to... Can I peek around the corner and target Alhara? Or no? Because technically I don't have full visibility on her. No. Okay, then I'll target Darius. Uh, Ataran chants, Yours, Chelek Vis! And as they do, they hold out their hand, and as they slowly start rotating their hand, it looks like a sundial appears before them, although it is um, vertical instead of horizontal, and moonlight seems to be what turns it as darkness envelops it and then envelops Darius, and Darius, you feel yourself moving faster as you are now hasted. Oh, yes. Yup. What? what spells that? Haste. Haste. <laughs> I want to see it. I want to see you press that button. There's no haste. That doesn't exist in this game. Where I'm is it? I'm pretty sure they removed that from Pathfinder. Where is my haste button? I should have told Do you I to have put it on button? me. You'll see why in a minute. I might not have a haste button. Maybe you don't have haste. I do have haste. I'll push the button. Well, I don't see haste on your list. I it, don't know. It's a wizard spell. Hmm. Maybe you should have told me you were preparing it. I'll let you do it. Haste on Darius. Thank you. Are you done? Are you yep, no, you're that's done. all my actions. Alhara, you're up. What are you hmm. going to do? Well, this there's no reason like to stay away from it. So Flailing away. Flailing away. Whee! 
it's a pinata. It's a pinata of death and touchy, sticky stuff. Let's see. So it's it's stuck to the ceiling. You said, and how high up is the ceiling again? Uh, no, it kind of like crawled around, but yes, it's oh. like sort of stuck to the ceiling wall. It was actually behind the statue, and gotcha. it kind of climbed around it, so it's right in front of you. The ceiling's mm. twenty feet up, but it's not really on the ceiling. It actually oh. was like. I was hoping to knock it down like a, like a okay. wasp hive. Oh, mm, not really. I don't think that would ever work. By the way, but it's kind of like there. It's like kind of stuck to the wall. All right. Well, let's just see what we can do. So Alhara is going to leap up to the thing because there's there's no movement like jumping and as she does so she is going to pull out her uh her bow staff and just come slamming down with a with a uh a quick draw and a strike 29 against its armor class yeah you hit barely very good 16 bludgeoning and two sonic where did sonic come from i have thundering there's a big boom she hits it or thunder and lightning. Is That's that right. The, is that the bouge? It's 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 my boomstick. No, it's the bouge. The light bouge. A light that, bouge. That's what they call that. You know, in the movies where they always have like boom. yeah, bouge. Oh, okay. It's actually like, called the bouge. The bouge. Yes. Technical so she has term for that. The bouge. All right. We all learned something today. Yep. Go. Fantastic. So that is two actions. Third action. I'm gonna try and trip this thing. Come on. Yeah. Bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's 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 big. It's probably slow. Let's just see what we get. I'm gonna use assurance. Does a does a 25 against its reflex DC trip it? <laughs> I'm on Steve's side. This is probably the dumbest thing I've ever seen. How do you uh, trip? A why dumb? I <laughs> I don't even. Does it even walk? It has. <laughs> I mean, how does it, it move? It's it, crawling. It must have little feet or it's something. Tiny gripper feet. That it's got to be like up. tripping like a slug. Like you just knock it over and it's on its back and it has to like yeah. re-roaring itself. Congratulations. Yes. You tripped the slug. <laughs> yes. Yay. Are you done? Thing. I Yeah, this is great. Okay, now it's angry. You tripped it. Yeah. You tripped it. I did. Good luck living through this now, baby. Uh, okay. It's gonna... What does that even do? I always forget. So it's it just loses... It's just flat-footed, right? Not just. So it is oh flat-footed. God. It's also a minus two circumstance penalty on attack rolls. Uh, and the only move actions it can take are crawl and stand. But it can hunker down against ranged attacks if it wants. Fine. It stands up. Hit it. Uh, yeah. So uh, let's take that attack of opportunity. Ugh, miss. But it's minus. It's not minus. Oh. No, nah, I rolled a five. It was, it was a bad roll. Oh. It's just going to eat you. Does the 37 hit you? I I mean, it stood up first. Ow. 42 points of damage. I don't want it. Ow. <laughs> then it's going to bite you again. No. No. 31 oh, hits you. Yes. 23 points of damage. All right, that was a productive turn. Hap, you're up. Why? Ow. <laughs> It's trying yeah. to eat you. It's hungry. <laughs> okay. Burn it up, Hap. Burn hey, it up. Hey, Darius, did you ever... Wait, okay, okay. All right. What? Well, the problem is I'm not supposed to do magic, right? Or, like, hit what? it with magic? Do magic no. all the time forever, please. Yeah, I said it's resistant to magic, but I said it's specifically weak to fire. Oh, okay, because I could hit it with non-magic fire. No, 
I would say you whatever use does all the, the most fire you can. Fire, yeah. Okay. You, you well, probably have a higher DC than non-magic fire. The problem is until I get the secrets of magic spells, I don't have any like single target fires except for like cantrips. Okay, cantrip it in the face. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, so I'll use one action to move. I'm only gonna get, you know, like thirty feet away from it because I don't want to be too close, and that's like the maximum I can do for produce flame. So I'll, you know. Like softball, chuck a little a little fire at it. Twenty-four. You miss. Yeah, I rolled a seven. Boo. That's three actions, though. It's not. Oh, did you move? I did move. Oh, it's gonna attack you. It will lash out a strand at you. Ooh, thirty-seven. Let's see. Let's say you get to there. And then you get grabbed and enfeebled one. Oh, well, if I couldn't move forward, then I couldn't even attack because it's out of range. Okay. Well, then you move and get stuck next to Darius. And All right. Yes, that was one action. So now well, you still got two more. In a weird way, it helped you. <laughs> Plan B. Um, I'm going to use a fifth level spell. I'll uh, spend two actions to turn into a fire elemental. Oh. Oh, 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 wow. Yeah, how about that? Here, Although, in all fairness, I do have to make a DC5 flat check because I have been grabbed. That's correct. And if you don't, you lose the spell. All right. Oh, you lose the gonna, spell. No, no, no. Uh, Hero pointing it. Hero pointing it. Yeah, good. This is too nope. cool. Yeah. Roll the one. Come on, dice. There yeah. we go. 19. That yeah. looks good. You nearly critical your transformation. There it is. Whoa. Elemental form. Fifth level spell. What? I turn into a fire elemental. I get all kinds of stuff. But most especially, wow. I'm taking temporary hit points right now. <laughs> but that's also my whole turn. So next turn, I'll get to use it. We'll see. Riley, Riley gets so to go. Cool. Riley tries to escape, I guess. Okay. With an unarmed attack. Okay. Minus one. Oh, okay. Riley escapes. And is still enfeebled one. Okay. Darius, you're up. Uh, yikes. All right. Here we go. Thanks, everyone. I scooch over here. We'll scooch. Action one. Uh, Mountain Stronghold. Action two. A flurry of Blows as my haste action. Let me get my right thing. Here it is. First shot. 31. Yeah. You hit. With 13 bludgeoning and 6 electricity. You hit for 13 points of damage. Alright. Second shot. Not so great. The electricity seems to make you get stronger. For real? What? No. That's actually a critical miss because you're minus 1. Oh, and you're minus 1 and you're damaged too. Okay. So subtract all that. Minus 1. Enfeebled. And then <laughs> I will save 1 action for the help action for... Whoever goes next to give them, like, a, you know, I have to roll a 20 to distract the monster, so maybe the next attacker will have a better chance. Eight another? Eight another. That's the one. Is that a reaction? It, I will use my reaction as a result, and I then lose, and then this action, my last action gets used. Right, no. but is aid a actual... It is a one-action thing. It is a reaction. Okay, that's what I'm just saying. It's a, it's a, a reaction one action thing. No, it's I'm, a reaction. I'm, it's a reaction. It's one action, but it allows you to use a reaction. Right, correct. Got it. Well, I'm just looking at the book, and it literally says aid, reaction. That's all I know. 
Well, that's what I care about. And I will Atron when you attack, up. I make my attack roll, and then you, I if I roll a beat of twenty, then it mm -hmm. it, it goes off. Mm -hmm. Okay, we'll see what you're trying to do though. So I'm basically distracting it while Atron or whoever strikes it next, whoever the next person to strike it is. Okay, we will see. Yeah, Atron moves around the corner so they can see Alhara because they could hear Alhara getting hurt. And Atron will so spread their arms out as black feathered wings appear. And then they uh, bring them together as the wing, as the feathers fly off and go all over Alhara, granting her fast healing with life boost. And that's fast healing 10 now, right? Fantastic. Yes. Because it's level five, so... All right, great. Yep, fast healing, ten for four rounds. With my last action, I draw out one of the second level heal wands. And that's the end of my turn. Alhara is on. All right, then I'll be helping Alhara. Ooh, all right, great. Hmm. I, I kind of want to knock it down first, but... Oh, I missed... Darius, you took your hasted action, right? I did. Okay, when good. you knock Sorry. it down, though, then it just gets back up. Yeah. Then we both hit it. Unless you delay till after it goes, then it gets a whole turn of being knocked down while we all hit it. Oh, you can do that too. Hmm. That is a good point. I will do that. Sure. Let's see if I survive till the next turn. Oh, no. Okay. I'm delaying till after the stalactite tentacle monster. Really? You're delaying? Uh, okay. I mean, there is a good tactical advantage to tripping it right after it's gone so it doesn't have a chance to get right back up. If it was more wounded and I felt like I could try to like have a chance of finishing it off, I might have attacked, but Okay. Well, I guess all it's gonna do is just bite everyone. Hey, look, there's all this food next to it. It's hungry. Alhara. Oh no. Natural that one. one. Guess Yay. what that does? I don't have a reaction because I didn't go. <laughs> that does uh, nothing. <laughs> Alright. Oh, well. Tries to bite you again. It's a miss. Nice. Oh, thank you, Dice Gods. See, I, I don't know if I should give this to you. I'll tell Desna you Desna be praised. Because all you do is complain about the math over and over <laughs> again. I told you to stop complaining about the math. And yet you're typing in how much you complain. Yet I missed twice. Because it's a game. Things well, are and not one. Which, yeah. And? The not, okay, and the not one only I rolled missed me by five. Yeah, but I rolled a three. I know. And so sometimes you get unlucky and then we know. actually survive. Mm hmm. But that's why it's a game. So quit your bitching unless you want me to roll again. I'm going to call on the innate GM powers of making a nat 20. Let's see. Jaws number three. Here we go. Witchcraft. Praise. Praise Asmodeus. Give me a nat 20, please. Close enough. Jeez, not 19. <laughs> Close enough. 24 points of damage. Oh, ouch. It's trying to eat you like uh, the shark in Jaws Bruce. Like, <laughs> it's like very hungry. It's got that big maw and it's like trying to stuff you in. There's a cat in my belly. And it's done. You see, you survived. You are fine. Fine, I tell you. And you know what? Everyone else around you, they never even got hit. Look at that. They have, they're full of points. Just 
bullet sponge O'Hara. It's fine. You gain ten right. hit points from the fast In fact, healing. you regain ten because your joy friend. Look at that. I know. Oh, I have the best out, joy I'll friend. Take your spot. Uh huh. You I've can't. You're immobilized. All right. Okay. Cool. So I immediately heal ten at the beginning of my turn, which is fantastic. Thank you, Atron. Yay. I have panache. I kind of want to use it. So, why not? First attack, let's do a confident finish. We're just going to try and hit this thing as hard you as get we can. get my help. Fantastic. Plus one for you. Oh, oh you my gosh, roll. and I rolled a two. Ugh. Wait, that's not... You get um. It's a flat check you have to roll, Darius. Not a attack no, roll. No, it's an attack roll. I'm it's helping with my roll. attack. Yeah, that's, attack that roll. is correct. It's just plus one, though. Like, it's not good. I could crit yeah. on it if I rolled a couple higher. Yeah. Or you could have critically failed and give her a minus one. Okay. Yeah, I'm, but I don't know. it didn't yeah. matter. I rolled a two. I'm considering using my hero point just because I'm mad about it, but I, I guess I won't. Do whatever you want. This is a good oh. time to use a hero point. I mean, it's only the first encounter of this nasty, nasty temple. I know. I know. I shouldn't, uh, I shouldn't do, no, that do it. Fight. Do it. Do Strike it. Strike number two. Do it. 26? No. Uh, Maybe if it was tripped, you would have hit it. Freaking roll. <laughs> All right. Well, with my third action, I'm going to use Assurance and get a 25 against its Reflex DC to trip it. I'm pretty sure Assurance is magic, which means you fail. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, it's not. Assurance is magic. I'm just really good at knocking things down. <laughs> magic is friendship. Fine. You knock it down. The slug is on the ground. Hap, you're immobilized. No, now's the yeah, time. But I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, you know, hit the tendril so I can leave. Yes. Okay. Hit it. You, you do your attack. Yeah, I don't have a, a a button for this, so I'm just gonna have to roll a d20 plus 18 because my attack modifier is set to 18. Minus one. Not you're minus enfeebled. one because it's a dex attack actually. Why is oh, it a snap. dex attack? Because that's what elemental form says. These are dexterity based if you are air or fire. Okay, roll. Jeez, 21, you please. miss. All right, let's do it again. Minus five. Minus four because it is an unarmed attack, so it is agile. Minus five because I'm a dick GM. All right, 27. 23? Oh, no, you did it. Yeah. 27. Okay. Mm -hmm. How much damage do you do? Now, it is all fire, but it's only D8 plus 9 plus some persistent fire damage. So here's a D8 plus 9. And mm. now, does persistent happen at the end of its turn or right now? End of its turn. And okay. first of all, you're hitting a tendril. That's right. Um, yep, nothing happens. You're still stuck. It does doesn't... the weakness apply? Yeah, sure, but you didn't do nearly enough damage. It's very uh -huh. strong. Okay, uh, well, in that case, I'll hit it again with a minus eight. All right. Ooh, Ooh. nice. Yeah. Okay. 28. 28, you hit it. Four, oh, whoops, accidentally did <laughs> 47 points. Of, okay, let me fix this. There we go. 10 points of fire damage. Okay, okay one great. tendril is snapped. Your turn is over. Okay. Riley's up. Oh, yeah, he's going to try and bite it to escape. He's already escaped. Oh, he did? Yep. Okay. All right. In that case, he will move. Uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35. Uh, he, he's going to stay back a little bit. I don't want him to be in, in Alhara's way. All right. That's it. Tires is up. All right. Mountain Stronghold. 
And then I flurry of bellows. Mm. I don't know. 26 is going to hit? 26. Just misses it. Budge. Second shot, also a whiff. Yep. Yeesh. And then a battle medicine on Alhara. Assurance. 2d8 plus 10. I'm rolling it. Thank you. 14. Whew. And um, I think I'm done. I oh. can't, like, shake off this effect, right? This... Uh, uh, the enfeebledness, enfeebledness, like puke nope. or you have ra- uh, you, you have you have um, medicine. Haste. Don't forget, yeah, you have one extra action to move or strike. Mm-hmm. I can't. Can I hold that strike and do the health action, or is that not how that goes? How haste? You have to use it as no, because that's an aid, so you can't use it's it. It's aid, even though it's just, even though I roll striking, it yes. doesn't. Right, yes, got it. That's it has to be used in one then, of then, ways. Then my, then my uh, haste action was the punch like last time. And yeah, I'll, you could just say yeah. that your haste is... In theory, yeah. yeah. Just basically, yes. I don't care how you use it. it, it just say, oh yeah, well, yeah. one of those attacks was my haste attack. And that, I mean, I and could... One of my wait. regular attacks is my haste. It's, it's on the floor, right? Like, it's damn... It's, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of squirming. Oh, that, that didn't... My 26 even... No. Flat, yep. Oh, boy. Yeah, even flat forward. So maybe I shouldn't use my reaction for that because I would want to hit it when it stands up. So I'm done. I do have standstill again. Otteron, you're up. Otteron concentrates and points the wand at Alhara using the two-action second-level heal. Oh, thank you. Uh, really? Only... Yeah, so that's seven plus six. I rolled a one and a six plus 16. So, 23 positive energy. It's not so oh, bad. Yeah, it's not No, terrible. it's a good chunk. What will I do with my other action? I didn't even think about it. My health aura is now the same color as the monster we're fighting, so that's good. Yay. Rushk. What's his name? Rushk. I will glare at it. Good old evil eye. Where are you, evil eye? Really? Evil hey, eye? You never know. I know it's resistant to magic, but... 27! Yeah, boo. All right. Boo, boo, boo. Actually, roll the 25 plus 2. ding a ding a ding ding Oh, well. I tried. Rushk goes. Their will saves are so good. All right, Rushk is going to just eat Alhara. I prefer my food. On the ground, anyhow. Okay. Oh, no. oh yes. Still on the ground. I'm so mad. 58 Ugh. points of damage. Uh, okay. Yeah, don't ever bitch about the math, Vanessa. Like, this is just how the game's meant to be. <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't complain. Ow. Don't complain. What's the worst that can happen? It's going to eat you again. It's hungry. 31, which is really a 29. Mm-hmm. Does that hit your 29 armor class? Uh, 27 is my AC, so yeah. 22 points of damage. Oh. <laughs> That's a shame. It stands up. I was almost at full hit points, too. You've been listening to Roll for Combat. 
Three Ring Adventure, a Pathfinder actual play podcast. If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at RollForCombat.com. You can also find us and play various games on our Discord channel at discord.rollforcombat.com. You've been listening to Roll for Combat. Until next week, always remember if the GM asks, are you sure, you're already dead. (laughs) 